When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from PitchLess.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is August 23rd, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? Now get out of here. This is just for PL Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. Noah Syndergaard went seven innings, one earned run, three hits, two walks, and just one strikeout with two whiffs in 89 pitches yesterday against the Reds. They were hosted them in Philadelphia. But this is a good explanation, or not an explanation, example of what uh, Noah Syndergaard is like. He's not a strikeout guy that he used to be. He's getting fortunate right now with his BABIP, but generally we don't see that high of a BABIP. However... The Phillies have such a good schedule the rest of the way. I mean, the teams that he faces, Pirates, Giants, and Marlins twice in his next four games. All right, you keep going with Noah Syndergaard, but maybe later in September, don't be don't be hesitant to say, okay, you know what? You're facing tough teams now. I'm going to move on from Noah Syndergaard. Jordan Montgomery went against the Cubs, pitched a Maddox. That is a complete game shutout, one hitter in 99 pitches, just under 100 here. Uh, nine innings, zero in runs, one hit, zero walks, and seven strikeouts. I watched this one with Twitch this morning. Fastball was really good, just moving around the plate. Had some good changeups and curveballs mixed in. But this was a product of just avoiding the heart of the plate a decent amount. The Cubs not being able to handle his fastball whatsoever. And a lot of the misses came off of the plate Less so uh, over the plate. And he was pretty efficient in this. Made good competitive pitches that forced the Cubs there to actually take advantage of it. They didn't because they're the Cubs. Also, you know, having Nolan Arenado and Colton Wong on that defense helped a lot. So there are a lot of elements here that uh, that helped out Jordan Montgomery. But, it, it, you know, we're not going to see this kind of thing again. I don't I don't think he's going to be a, a zero-and-run guy for a while. It's been four games, one-and-run total for the Cardinals thus far. I think when he faces tougher teams, it will be a little bit more of the former Jordan Montgomery. But, yeah, he's in a really good place, and I love what he's doing with his fastballs right now. Edward Cabrera won 15 whiffs and 35% CSW for a golden goal against Oakland. It got the win. Eight innings, zero runs, two hits, three walks, and seven K's. His changeup was thrown 40% of the time, 47% CSW, and had 12 whiffs on it. Everything else was kind of okay, though. I do wonder, facing tougher teams, if Eric Cabrera will run into trouble here. He gets the Dodgers next. I don't know if I love that start, because it is very reliant on that changeup and stuff out of the zone. The other pitches, the slider, the, the fastballs, okay. You know, they were, they were good, but not really exceptional anyway. And I do wonder if the Dodgers are going to be able to take advantage of this. Still, I think you're likely going to start him for that start. And you should be really happy having Edward Cabrera right now. Because just past this Dodgers start, I think should be completely fine. Speaking of the Dodgers, Eric Lauer went against them yesterday for the win. Five innings, zero runs, five hits, two walks, two Ks. He's done well against the Dodgers, and it's kind of weird to me. Uh, his low strikeout total here in the fastball was 93 and change. And... Yeah, I guess it worked for Eric Lauer. He's a cherry bomb. He gets the Cubs next. All right, that's a probable start. Fine. Uh, Julio Urias was on the other side. Julio Urias against the Brewers. Six innings pitch, one and run two. It's one walk, seven Ks. Ace is going to ace. However, 92.7 on the fastball. Not 94.4 that we saw last time out. Little disappointed in that. 
Obviously, you're going to keep starting him and everything. I just want Urias to live 94 plus and make me feel really good about this entering September. Drew Smiley went against the Cardinals opposite of Joe Montgomery. Poor luck for him because he pitched incredibly well and got the loss. Seven innings, one earned run, four, it's two walks and six Ks. He also had 15 whiffs as a share of the Gallows pull here. He's executing the Blake Snell blueprint super well. We're talking curveballs down, sinkers up. His fastball was still over 93, not quite the hint of 94, but still over 93 is great for Drew Smiling. I'm loving this right now. I know it's like McDonald's thing, but I, yeah, I'm loving it. And he gets the Brewers next. I'm starting him for that. Uh, Drew Smiley is locked in with that curveball down, getting a ton of whiffs there. Fastball's up, increased velocity, good pitch separation. He's in a fantastic groove. Herman, uh, sorry, uh, Domingo Herman went against the Mets, got the win, outdueled Max Scherzer, if you can believe it. 6.1 innings, one and run fourths, zero walks and three keys, just five whiffs on 86 pitches. I think he got pretty fortunate with this one. Um, the curveball's still really good, and he was able to get outs with fastballs, and that was pretty much, he got eight cold strikes on four seamers as well. I, uh, but uh, yeah, I think he got away with it a bit. A lot of stuff, uh, a lot of hittable pitches here. He gets athletics next though, and I think you're cool with that. But I'm not, you know, I feel hesitant to jump in on uh, Herman the rest of the way. It feels kind of start by start um, at this moment. He's not co- he's not locked in as we want him to be. Jacob Rizzi against the Pirates worked out as a stream. It's the Pirates, and Jacob Rizzi did his thing, uh, painting the top of the zone red. Six innings, one and run four. It's zero walks in seven strikeouts, 13 whiffs, and 90 pitches. Yeah, that's wonderful. He does get the Cardinals next. I'm not in love with that start, but that'll be in the questionable start tier. And uh, it's, it's okay. If he has the same command that he had here, should be all right. Uh, but yeah, it's a little different. The, the the Pirates are not the Cardinals. Jeffrey Springs went against the Angels. Also had a share of the Gallus Ball, so 15 whiffs. Got the win against the Angels. 5.2 innings, 1 run, 5 hits, 3 walks, 7 Ks. The whip isn't very good, but the changeup was so good. This is exactly the changeup that made us fall in love with Springs in the first place. Things are good. We are going to keep starting Jeffrey Springs. Cole Raggins against the Twins. 4 innings, 1 run, 5 hits, 2 walks, and 2 strikeouts. 8 whips, 18% CSW. Yeah, Cole isn't quite where I want him to be yet. Uh, he's going into this start that I've been talking about. He's going against the Tigers now. This is it. This is the moment that Cole Raggins is going to provide any value in your AL-only leagues. I mean, this was the Twins. Maybe. Well, I, I don't. I'm weird like this. I get excited for those rare opportunities where someone no one cares about is like 1% rostered, I think could actually have a decent chance of being good. So I get very excited about it. But you should not do that on a 12-teamer. It's the same with Paolo Espino. Uh, as he goes against, what is it, the Athletics? I don't remember. What He has a nice matchup next, or the Cubs, rather, I think it is. So we'll see with both of those guys. But yeah, Cole Raggins isn't there yet. It's still like he's just nibbling. He's like getting close to it. Okay. Ronzi Contreras against the uh, Atlanta Braves. Seven innings, two earned runs, four hits, three walks, and five strikeouts. The slider is still really good. Eight over 28 whiffs for a 25% swing strike rate, 43% CSW. I still am a little concerned about the fastball. I don't think the command is that great. Uh, he does get the Brewers next, so that should be fine because the sliders are so good that even if he has the same fastballs he had here, he should do all right. So, yeah, okay. I mean, you sh- it, it seems weird that I'm being negative about two and runs and seven innings from Contreras. This is a beneficial start across the board, save for the loss. But, yeah, it's not quite the locked in, I feel excited, pumping my fist of Ronzi Contreras. I'm starting him against the Brewers, though. He's in the probable start too for that. Sonny Gray against the Rangers, six innings, two and runs, five hits, one walk, six Ks. Another positive start that I'm a little weird about. I mean, the curveball had 71% strikes. That's good. The slider is still not there. And I wonder how much we can rely on those fastballs to um, get him through innings in the future. I mean, this was about 70 pitches in six innings. They pulled him because the Twins are weird about 
the uh, third time through the lineup, and I say weird. Uh, and essentially, they're really strict about it, is what I should say. Um, yeah, you keep starting Sonny Gray. I uh, I just don't think he has the ceiling that he used to have, and there is still that floor. If that curveball goes away, and they start, oh boy, it is going to be rough. Tucker Davidson, the experiment isn't quite going as well as I wanted to against the Rays. I uh, have two earned runs, six hits, three walks, and two strikeouts um, against Tampa Bay. Six whiffs. Yeah, we're not going to go after this. Uh, Luis Sessa against the Phillies, do not care. Adam Aller against the Marlins, couldn't really. I mean, sure, it was a, a poor quality start with uh, six innings and three and in runs, but it was really a very, very poor quality start with five hits, five walks, and only two strikeouts against the Marlins, who are one of the worst offenses out there. You don't do this. Daniel Lynch is just so not ready. Uh, four walks and zero Ks in 4.2 innings, three and in runs, seven hits, four walks. It's just, oof. yeah, you don't do this. This was against the White Sox. No, thank you. Uh, Max Scherzer. Disappointing. 6.2 innings, 400 runs, 7 minutes, 1 walk, 3 Ks. You guys know he's an ace and whatever. This happened and we move on. Uh, Michael Kopech against the Royals. He was hurt before the game started in warm-ups and they still let him go out there. And he threw 88 in his first pitch and we were watching this live during the list stream yesterday and it was so painful. And they pulled him after he allowed a hit and two walks and hit by pitch. Like, what? Alright, um, you don't need to hold on to Michael Kopech. The idea that you're going to hold on to him, hoping for this one good start that happens in September. There are so many guys on the wire that can have that one good start. You just do not need to hold on to Michael Kopech right now. It's, I don't know what the deal is. It's an absolute headache. You'll be so happy to get rid of it. If someone picks him up and he does really well. Well, he does really well. That's great. You don't need to hold on to Michael Kopech. Okay? Cool. Glad we, glad we established this. Uh, looking forward to today, tomorrow, and Thursday. I have today's, tomorrow's, of course, ranked, and I'm going to talk about Thursday's. Live, of course, as I figure it out with y'all. But for today, Carlos Rodon, Max Fried, Corbin Burns, Dylan Cease, Justin Verlander, Robbie Ray, Tony Gonsolin, Pablo Lopez, Adam Wainwright, and Corey Kluber are all auto starts. If you didn't check it out yesterday, I have changed how I talk about these tiers. Auto starts, essentially, if you have this guy, is is everybody pretty much going to start this guy? Yes? Okay, cool. Because you're going to start Corey Kluber against the Angels. You're going to start Adam Wainwright against the Cubs. Cool. Auto start. Probable start is where you have them on your teams and you're thinking like, I'm okay doing this, right? You, you are likely going to do it. It's slightly above that coin flip, that 50%, or maybe right around there. It's probably you're going to lean starting them. That's Ranger Suarez hosting the Reds in Philadelphia. That's Clevenger against the Guardians. I still feel weird about that one because the breakers are not there for Clevenger. And our uh, stream pick of the day in Nick Lodolo um, going to Philadelphia. He just did really well with them inside of Cincinnati. I think that there's a higher chance that it's sweet than sour for Nick Lodolo. Questionable start here is actually contentious, right? Uh, and you have Aaron Savali against the Padres. Do I really want to do that one? Uh, Ross Stripling at Boston. Austin Voth against the, the White Sox. Jose Suarez against the Rays. Those are the ones that I'm like, okay, if I really need a stream or something, those are the ones I would look to. Uh, there's Frankie Montes against the Mets, and that's, we don't know what's going to happen in that one. Uh, JT Brubaker against Atlanta. He did well against the Red Sox. Is it going to be the same thing? I don't know if the, the sinker's going to be as good and so on. It's, uh, and Taiwan Walker is, in fact, starting today. Not Jacob deGrom. Uh, he's, have, he has the back spasms. And I don't know how much the Mets are going to rely on him for this start. Is it going to be six innings? Is it going to be four innings? Uh, the Yankees, he's out of practice. The whole thing is just like, I don't really want to do that. And they do not start here. Zach Logue, uh, Zach Davies, Drew Hutchinson. These guys have good matchups, but I don't like them as pitchers, and I don't want to trust us. Adrian Sampson is actually Javier Assad now, and not Caleb Killian. He's actually been doing well in the minors, and maybe this is an interesting start. I don't know. 
I'm going to be watching that one. That's curious. I don't think it's enough to jump in for his MLB debut. I just don't do MLB debuts. Dan Dungan is in cores. Josh Mikowski starting instead of Rich Hill against the Jays. No, thank you. Jonathan Heasley, Eric Fede, Aaron Sanchez, Herman Marquez, and Jake Woodford could be opening for Matthew Libertor against the Cubs. I don't think that's enough for you to chase either one here. Looking forward to tomorrow, Shane McClanahan, Logan Webb, Kyle Wright, Zach Gallen, Hugh Darvish, George Kirby, Jesus Lazardo, Miles Michaelis, and Fran Valdez all auto starts. Kirby and Lazardo get the Nationals and Athletics, and that's why I'm favoring them over Miles Michaelis against the Cubs. The odds of a better ratio start is slightly in the favor of Michaelis, but the bevy of strikeouts you'll get from Lazardo and Kirby outweigh that, in my opinion. Um, then you have Framber Valdez against the Twins, and you're going you're to start Framber Valdez. In the probable start tier, you have Andrew Heaney, Cole Irvin, Brady Singer, Lucas Giolito, and Jose Barrios. The first three there, Heaney, Irvin, Singer, you're likely going to be starting. You can even make an argument that they are auto starts because Andrew Heaney, despite all the things we talk about with he's limited, all of this, you're still going to start him against the Brewers. And then you have Cole Irvin in Miami. Like, that's a good start to, to do. He's a Toby in a very good situation. And then you have Brady Singer, who has been a bit of a cherry bomb, but a lot more sweet than sour. And this is the Diamondbacks. Like, you are going to do that. Uh, Lucas Giolito is going against the Orioles. This is... What are we going to do with that one? I'm leaning that Lucas Giolito is... Has a TR that he he can turn around right away at this point. He's not destined for failure, even though he has been doing poorly. I think that if you have Lucas Giolito on your team, you're not going to bench him. You're likely going to start him in this game. And cross your fingers. I'm crossing them with you here. Jose Brios the same way. He just did well against the Yankees, but it's now the Red Sox, and we don't know. The story of Barrios is inconsistency. So we'll see what happens there. And the question will start to your Matt Manning is our stream pick of the day against the Giants. Graham Ashcraft against the Phillies. Uh Spencer Watkins against the White Sox and Cal Quantrill against the Padres. I'm liking Matt Manning most because of 94.5 miles per hour on the fastball. Uh, in the last two starts, that's much better than the 93 and change that he's had before, and he could go four-seamer slider here. Graham Ashcraft against the Phillies is a bit contentious because we don't really know what we're going to get from his cutter and sinker and slider in this. Uh, he could survive like seven innings and do well, but it could also be really bad. Uh, Spencer Watkins, same idea, uh, where the, the Orioles could win against the, the White Sox and you could sneak one out, but it could be like five innings, two and runs or something. And Kyle Quantrill, he's the unquantifiable as he goes against the Padres. And then do not start here. Martin Perez is there against Coors. And I didn't like his change of the last two starts. And now it's in Coors too. And it just is too much risk for me. Mitch Keller against Atlanta. No thanks. I don't believe in this Mitch Keller renaissance whatsoever. Uh, Rich Hill, Dylan Bundy against the Astros. Jose Reina is in Coors. And it's Jose Reina. Annabel Sanchez. Christopher Sanchez. Mac, Mike Myers. Mac Myers. Mike Myers. I can say things. Jason Alexander, and we don't know who is starting for the Cubs. You don't want to start any of that. Looking forward to Thursday. I'm going to go team by team here and tell you what tier I'm likely going to put them in. Jordan Lyles against the White Sox. Oh, boy. I guess it's the bottom of questionable. Uh, Cutter Crawford against the Jays. That is a do not start. Jameson Tyone against the Athletics is a probable start. Same with Drew Rasmussen against the Angels. Uh, Kevin Gals Gosman against the Red Sox. I think is an auto start. Same with Lance Lynn against the Orioles. Tristan McKenzie against Mariners. Also auto start. Chris Archer against the Astros is a do not start. Luis Garcia against the Twins is a questionable start. Patrick Sandoval against the Rays is a probable start. James Caprillion against the Yankees is a do not start. Marco Gonzalez against the Guardians is a questionable start. Jacob deGrom, Rocky Road, oh my lord, auto start. Cincinnati is going to have to face Aaron Nola in Philadelphia. That's an auto start. Marco Stro- Marcus Stroman against the Cardinals, that's an auto start for me. Um, you're gonna, you're gonna start Marcus Stroman. Justin Dunn against the Phillies is a do not start. Dakota Hudson at the Cubs is a questionable start. And Ryan Feltner 
uh, facing the Mets is a do not start. But all right, that's going to do for today's podcast. Thank you so much for supporting what we do. But my name is Nick Pollock, and may your battles be low, and your strike outside.